Now back to Talking Tunes. Welcome back to Talking Tunes, and we're talking with Ranger Bob, Louie, Sweet Louie, and JoJo Gerard. So here we go. It was in the infancy of fax machines. Uh-huh. We were having people fax us stuff, and somebody faxed me. At this. <laughs> <laughs> I just I Xeroxed it on their... Uh, you know, on their copy machine and then faxed it to me. <laughs> Suck on this. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's interesting. I'd like to see who it's attached to. <laughs> yeah, you get all the characters, that's for sure. I, I remember JJ, you know, when I first started, JJ Dooling saying, Lou, you're going to get a lot of calls from the radio groupies. He says, there's a reason that, you know, on a Friday night, they're calling you instead of being out with their boyfriend. Don't mess with them. I'm telling you, don't yeah, do it. Yeah. yeah. That was that rock. Yeah, and I, I think I, for the most part, I heated his warning. Yeah. Yeah. Rock 95, <laughs> the, rock 95 part, yes. the summertime. I remember all the, all the girls, little young girls that got out of, uh, you know, school during that time and they would call and yeah. they, it's like, man, oh man, stay away from me. You're about exactly. 10. Get away. So, <laughs> But uh, yeah, Ranger Bob's favorite story is the one where he, that he didn't get to see either was the uh, the one with the uh, bumper stickers placed in certain spots. So. And I never saw it either. I'm I'm well aware of the story, but I never got to see it either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a yeah. Yeah. Supposedly, Jeannie's well, got a picture somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, there are yeah. somewhere. Jeannie's got them. Jeannie's yeah. got them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Poor Jeannie. Somebody's got to raid her house and try to find all these photos. Yeah. It's like, hey. <laughs> but and that girl that girl had a hot little body man there was no doubt about that <laughs> I, I i was telling oscar the other day i think we all had a crush on Jeannie. yeah oh yeah but she was a she was a sweetheart she was just such a doll you know what i mean you couldn't help but love her she's just a great person well yeah she'd do anything you ask uh, you know when when it came to promotions well, and it, stuff and I, was, I don't think she would do anything you'd ask but no yeah. no not in that way <laughs> <laughs> but yeah she would get things there was done. there was there was just a lot of great people in that whole building I, like i think i've said before it just seemed like everybody uh was the right person for the right position at that yeah. time it was just amazing just amazing yeah. yeah it really was a cool time and and like i've told yeah. like i've told them before louis i i you were the one that told me to stick around and i didn't and i'm i'm still yeah. sorry for it but anyway yeah because then i went well, to the u.s but you know I went to your radio buddies. is radio is so different now than than it was back in the you know the mid late eighties. It's completely different now, yeah. and and so you'll never see a time like that. You know that that whatever you want to call it, that magic feeling that was going on at Sunny FM. You'll never have that again. I don't think. No. Now were you, you guys, know? were you guys in radio when they used to call the radio station to find out what time it was? The exact. Time? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because there's there, there's an old radio thing on uh, Facebook that they you know all these different old things that they'll they never do again you know which is call can you call a radio station anymore and somebody will actually answer you know yeah um, and the the thing about the time I remember that calling up for the time to find the exact time to synchronize my Timex watch you right know? Yeah. <laughs> right but yeah it's just, well well yeah I think the big thing now to address that difference really is it's more corporate and yeah. and. And there's there there's not that I mean there, I can remember people hanging out at the radio station in their free time like they would just yeah. come over and just hang out yeah yeah and and we'd just be goofing off yeah and, and a lot of times good ideas for on air stuff came from that but but those days are gone you don't have that anymore nobody hangs around that I don't want to go to my you know you know what you're i remember it being in balela's office with you and we were all contributing ideas you were writing the uh uh to the theme of the wreck of the edmund fitzgerald the little blue hugo yeah 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 i mean it's kind of a morbid story so i won't go into it but uh well we got complaints for it but that was (laughs) the <laughs> little blue hue and i you know i live an hour from the bridge now not even right so yeah people don't remember a yugo blew off the bridge a, wind, a gust of wind came and knocked oh, a yugo right, right yeah. off the bridge yeah. and killed the person yeah and you know if it wasn't for the tragic loss of the human life it would have been funny but was ted kennedy driving no no <laughs> no it was just oh, yeah not that time well, yeah. he just swam to shore. Left there, so it really <laughs> That's, <matter>. right. That's right. <laughs> Oops. 
and it wasn't like we i don't think we were making fun of the person who died it was just the whole idea of you know just taking that song and goofing on it because it was just yeah. a, you know that song needs to be goofed on yeah. <laughs> well, of course we did that with talking tunes one time too we did a we wrote a song to um the milwaukee clipper because they had just brought it brought it back to muskegon and it was all rusty clipper so we called it the rusty clipper and we yeah. had, a, had a guy do that and it was a just a bash on the milwaukee clipper you know called it a brain fart or something like that but right yeah so you know you do that stuff and people look at some people like it some people just kind of you know get a little yeah. offended by it i remember but, I mean, but that that's the biggest difference like you don't have that People just hang out at an office yeah. and, and just go, yeah. hey, I got this idea. Let's let's go with it. Yeah, exactly. And, you don't. Well, and everything just hang out and, and goof and, off. Yeah, I mean, all your shifts are voice tracked anymore and uh, nobody's there. And you just don't have that that kind of camaraderie or that atmosphere. It just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. No. Well, that was that, that. that was always my favorite thing, to follow JoJo around with the, with the camera to put him on TV 40 for LVTV. <laughs> <laughs> Jojo's where? Okay, I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> hey, Jojo, do you remember doing Pepsi dance tracks? Oh yeah, oh, was- I, I found some of those pictures the other day. I had a video of art. The time we were on that, I had a video I had one of it, too. And, and I, I I brought them to work here in Grand Rapids because I was going to convert them to digital and and uh, and put them on on YouTube, yeah, so that everybody could could share them. Uh, but we we were in the process of moving from one building to the other, and they got lost. Uh, Can't find them, and it pisses me off, man. I'm you know I had I had a, a VHS of it too, and I'm I may still have it somewhere down in the basement. Now is that is that Rod, Roger Scudder from Fruitport Schools? Or they put that together as far as the video part of it? I know DJs on the run was it, like the DJ. It was the TV station who did it. I think. Yeah, it was, was the it? okay. Not seventeen. Oh, okay. Yeah, some, yeah. It was big, it was yeah big. some listener just taped the VHS off the TV and Ah, oh, okay. All right. So that was the the big stuff. Yeah, because there was another one they did too for with the Fruitport School did, but I don't. It probably wasn't the same thing. I know we had JoJo. I mean, we had JoJo for one of our teen dances we put together for DJs on the Run. And he came in there, and the the girls all went crazy. Oh, JoJo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were way too young though. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like an American bandstand, I think they did it at the Rock, didn't they? In Grand Rapids, top of the Rock, yeah, top of the Rock. Yep, yeah. yep, that was it. Huh? Top of the Rock. There are some, there are some good things that we could, we did back then, though. Everybody did. That was fun, fun stuff. We could get away. Yeah, with that it, show too. was fun to do. It was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I got some, I got some pictures that Jeannie sent too. Like I say, DJs on the Run was was playing the music. I saw oh, their system, but I don't, and there are a bunch of kids dancing. I don't know if that had to do with the same thing or not. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Anyway, yeah. well, we used to do, um, I don't know if this was DJ on the run or not, but we used to do like a, a summer beach dance on the parking lot on the Pure Marquette. Yeah. And I would host those. That was when Bobby's on the beach was there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They would just take a parking lot and they would have like a team night. And we would sponsor it and show up, and then they'd have a DJ that would play, you know, the music that we played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of there's a lot of cocaine at that place. I remember that. <laughs> that got shut what, down Bobby's? too. Yeah, Bobby's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big time cocaine there. Yeah. Uh, I stumbled out of that bar a lot late oh, at yeah, night. Yeah, they. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember playing the uh, the basement. They had a basement there, and I played DJ there quite a few times. So yeah, it was it was quite the place. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wonder why they didn't make it anyway. But.
Yeah, did any of you guys ever do a remote like at, uh, I'm just curious, at uh, Murphy's or the Odyssey or anything like that, or no? Murphy's? No. <laughs> no. Hey, now, that had been a great remote. <laughs> Excuse me, let me get this girl's boob out of my drink before I can <laughs> talk. You guys, I don't know, Ranger Bob, if you were with us, but for Haas, when he was PD for his birthday, Billy Cooper and those guys took him out to Murphy's. Which was a, a you know a, a strip bar that had cigar night for God's sake, and <laughs> and Haas was gay, and <laughs> Billy was paying these women to come over and and put their breasts oh. in his face and stuff, and he would just get repulsed. All of a sudden, he, he ran outside and got sick out by the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't sure if it was because of drinking or it was because he didn't want breasts oh. in his face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, I, think yeah. I, I think I told you guys the story before when uh, Bob Bolton took me there for my birthday one time and the one girl put her crotch in my face and the next morning I woke up and found out that there was no lenses in my glasses anymore. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I poked myself in the eye when I went to put my glasses on. So, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't get sick. That place, that place was rough, man. Yeah. That was rough. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Do we got anything else we need to talk about? <laughs> now that we hit the bottom. Uh, <laughs> hey, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh, ho, ho, ho. As they would say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Too yeah. funny. Too yeah. funny. So, hey, Louie, we got to, you know, when this COVID thing, if it ever does die down or, yeah. you know, I still live through it, whatever, uh, we got to get you, <laughs> get you here too. So we can do a, a video with you. I'd love to do that for the legends oh. thing. So yeah, that'd be, that'd be a blast. I'd love to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought it'd be kind of fun to get these two guys, you know, in this, in this whole thing too. Cause well, you know, if it was just you and me, there'd be too many awkward pauses. Yeah. And yeah. You know, you know. <laughs> And I, you know, have to let go of myself once in a while. And yeah. Right. To think of something. But uh, yeah, so I appreciate you guys doing this again. And uh, no, no, no problem. Problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then, thanks for asking. And then Ranger Bob does going to tomorrow. We're going to get together and he's going to play Santa. Yes. Okay. Oh, man. It's going to be spectacular. <laughs> What's this all about? Since it's going to, we're going to put it together in December. I thought it'd be kind of nice to have a COVID Santa call, you know, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all the things that you, know, you well, you sent me, a, the, you sent me a whole list. I mean, that's yeah, thing. all the things that Santa, you know, can't do, you know, like, uh, he's going <laughs> to, he won't be able to go into your house. He'll just throw the presents down the chimney. Um, you know, Rudolph, you can't have Rudolph because they'll have a mask on and then the red nose won't work. You know, just live stupid things like that. Yeah. Well, like some okay. of these, some of these things that they, that you sent me to that Dave Savage did like, uh, yes, no caroling, you know, can't fight. Right. If, There's can't, gonna be no, right. Can't fight. If you're not, fact, there. I, saw, I saw something on the news the other day where they've got a Santa behind plexiglass and then the kids sit on a box in front of, in front of the and then the little elf women have a, a radio like a like a walkie-talkie and you can talk to santa you know on a walkie-talkie like a cb and i thought i could add that to it too you know like breaker one nine for santa and uh, you know all that stuff so. <laughs> yeah well, but yeah this, this whole cool thing santa in a plexi plexiglass box oh, well, what, you, what you said too was was funny though because you're talking about you know they have they're trying to hire santas to do um virtual santas and you said you, yeah, have, you have to have a oh, real beard it, yeah you gotta have a there i saw this thing online as i'm searching for work um you know I, I get all these these really really bizarre emails and it's like uh hey they're looking for santa clauses 75 dollars an hour but you gotta have a real beard how are they gonna tell like, <laughs> I don't, well, I, I don't know, but it, and that's virtually, they, yeah. they don't even want, you don't even have to be there. Um, you know, kids just call you up like, like a, do a video chat and you just have to have a, you know, kind of a snow scene behind you and, and a real beard and a Santa suit and 75 bucks an hour. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could grow a beard too. 
Yeah, the other thing you know on here was uh, no mistletoe, you know, because That's you, right. can't, you can't really kiss anybody. Oh, 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 me, me and Mrs. Claus, oh, yes. <laughs> so have to be good. I really think you should play it like uh, Billy Bob Thornton, though. Oh, bad no, Santa. Yes. Yeah. Right. Bad Santa. Do the bad, do the bad Santa. <laughs> I was going to say, there's probably a market for that. Like, yeah. for really bad kids, you call him up and you just insult him. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We did a bit for a while called Scared Straight Santa, <laughs> where, <laughs> where parents would call. And if their kids had been bad, we'd have Santa call the kid up and go, hey, we found out, we found out you did some bad stuff. And you better, you know, at first Santa would be like, ho, ho, you know, you got to turn, you got to help your mom with the dishes. This one kid got snotty back at Santa. And the guy I had playing Santa was, a, I think he was a prod guy that worked at the station. Just started going off on the kid. It was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> Listen here, you little <laughs> naughty little kid yeah. you can't talk to santa that way i kind of like this one too technically the mask should go over rudolph's nose <laughs> yes absolutely so he doesn't cross any of uh it doesn't matter anyway you know usually i've seen people already in walmart that you know they got a mask on and they go to sneeze and they pull the mask down and sneeze it's like oh good oh thanks. man thanks don't pal. tell me that yeah, oh yeah yeah and they wonder why it's getting yep. worse. There you go. Anyway. Yep. yep. But, uh, or, yeah. or they yeah, pulled on the mask to cough. That's a good one. Yeah. My wife saw that the other day. Oh, yeah. yeah. They do it all the time. Well, half the time, they don't wear them on their nose. So it's like, okay, so you're just sucking in all that air. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> ah, well, yeah. Well, all hopefully right. we all get through good this Good talking stuff. to you guys again. I'm going to take off. All right. Yep. All right. Yeah, all right. Great talking to you guys and catching up. Yeah. It was awesome talking to you too, Joe. Yeah. Can we do this yeah, again? Too, yeah. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd, I'd be glad to do this. Yeah. Well, you know, like I say, <laughs> I, do, I have no more team anymore. It's just me. So, hey, I'd be, I'm happy for any of the uh, any of you guys that want to do it. So, yeah, you, know, you know, I just do it for mm-hmm. free anyway. It's just a just a yeah. kind of a love of mine from radio, you know. Well, we're not getting paid? No. no <laughs> okay, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs>
Talking Tunes. Talking with Louie and Ranger Bob on the Talking Tunes crew. Lou, what are you what, what are you doing right now? Uh, what you're? Yeah, I know that we chatted a little bit, but uh, what what do you do now for besides your music? <laughs> I work for Charlotte. Well, I work for Munson Healthcare at the Charlevoix Hospital. Uh, okay. Physical therapy. I'm a PTA. Oh, okay. All I've right. done that for uh, 26, 27 years now. I was going to ask you too. Is that kind? How is that, that kind of what you did for school after after you yeah. left? Yeah. That's yeah. Okay. That's exactly what I did. Um, we have. A, I live in East Jordan which is at the uh, right at the tip of the south arm of Charlevoix Lake and about 20 minute drive into Charlevoix. We have an outpatient clinic that I'm at three days a week right now. And then I drive into the hospital and work two days a week there. Now, how are you? That's what I was going to ask you too. How are you dealing with that? Are you like all masking up and everything too? Yeah. Yeah. We, we have, yeah, we have a system in place with, you know, we're monitoring and all that. And um, we actually are, um, Charlevoix Hospital, within the system, we had not been taking in COVID-19 patients, and we have started doing that. So, Oh, you guys weren't? Oh, wow. We weren't. We're starting next. Yeah. I mean, if, if we did, if somebody came in and tested positive in the ER, we would ship them over to uh, Gaylord or down to Traverse City. Um, oh. But we're, we're getting a big surge up here where i'm at yeah because i heard from friends and, of mine in munson hospital is like packed yeah. now it's full yeah exactly and that's why we're doing it and so one of the floors where i work is going to have covid patients starting next week so i don't know how i'm going to be dealing with that but i'm going to be right around those folks so it's going to be interesting to say the least now because they've got those suit those suits now too the, with the air hoses coming out they look like, kind of like darth vader kind of a thing but yeah i i don't know if i'm gonna have to, because i i won't be on the floor that i'm at i'll be working with the uh you know the rehab type patients probably not working with actual covid patients but they're going to be right in that same wing where i'm at so right, right. Uh, you know we're i think i'm just gonna we're gonna figure it out as we go along um just be careful but man. uh yeah you know and my wife is an RN at uh, McLaren up in Petoskey, and Ooh. they're full with uh, yeah. COVID patients up there as well. So we're we're just trying to stay healthy and be careful. Yeah, I got a daughter in uh, in an RN in uh, uh, Mercy right now. So yeah, we worry about her every day. She it's packed there. It's yeah. crazy. So yeah, how concerned are how concerned are you, Lou? With you know, I, well, I am a little bit. I mean, we've got. Uh, uh, family members uh, in my extended family up here that are high risk type of people that we can't get sick and be around them. So we're, okay. you know, we're trying to stay healthy, keep our kids healthy up here. Um, you know, as far as if I get it, uh, you know, I'm a relatively healthy guy. So I think I, I would weather it pretty well, but I don't want to get it. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. You know, there's also, I don't, I don't want to pass it along to anybody else. I've also heard, is there, and I don't know if you've heard this or not, it seems like some people are having lasting problems after, after they've recovered. Is that, you heard anything I'm, about I'm that? I'm starting to hear more of that, too. I'm hearing more of that, too. But up here, like, mortality rate hasn't been super high, even as the numbers have been exploding. I mean, like, it, you know, whatever it was uh, around the, you know, mid-March, late March, when things really started happening, we stayed at under 20 positives in Charlevoix County. I mean, for, for months, Wow. you wow. know, three, four months, we, we had under 20. And the last number I saw yesterday from the uh, Michigan Health Department was we had 253 cases. And it, it's exploded like in the last yeah. couple of weeks. Up. Um, but yet the mortality rate is still staying low up here. It seems like uh, it's more younger people that are getting it and the younger people are weathering it pretty well. All right. Right. If okay. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, sure. But again, yeah. you know, this, it, we, we, nobody's ever been through this before. We, we're all going through this, you know, it's uncharted territory for all of us. So we're kind of trying to figure it out as we go, but mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, it, yeah. It's definitely up here where, where my wife and I work. It's going to be pretty interesting soon. Well, you know, the one yeah, thing cause you guys really haven't had to, you haven't had to deal with the onslaught until no, now, right? Until yeah, now. Okay. Right. Yep. Exactly. You know, being a health worker, though, so, I, I don't know if you'd be like the first one in line, so to speak, for the, the vaccine. But I mean, yeah, actually, we would, I believe yeah. um, my wife and I were actually just talking about that this morning because somebody is was it uh, Lily or Pfizer? One of them are saying yeah. that they're 
preliminary tests are, are looking pretty positive. 90, you know, 90%, pretty good. 90%. Yeah. 90%. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. And so, I mean, as, as they go through these clinical trials, if it, if it continues and they, you know, the F, the eight, whatever it is, who, you know, approves it, it gets approved. Um, yeah. The, the healthcare workers would be, and the elderly would be the first ones that are going to yeah. be given that. Well, like I said, I'm, yeah, not, I'll take it. I'm not an elderly, but the wife and I both, you know, I have heart issues and she has, uh, you know, just had a kidney transplant. Yeah, that's four years high ago. risk. That's high risk. Get. Yeah. So hopefully we're hoping that that's, you know, going to be us, you know, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but I've been hearing a lot of uh, different people that have been getting it that are friends of mine and they're younger, but, uh, yeah. and they've been weathering or actually they're, they're kids, you know, and they've been weathering yeah. it pretty well. So. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're healthy, which is like all you guys are, you and you and Ranger Bob and, and Jojo, right. you're all in pretty good shape, you know, and, and somehow I have no idea why, but yes. yeah, jo <laughs> Jojo, Joe's the same, same age as I am, you know, and he's, he's still right. in pretty good health. So that's good. Well, Lou, you're probably in better shape than all of us. I mean, that, that, that gig you do, that's, that's physical. I mean, I know uh, that you're having your patients. Yeah, most yeah, of it, but, but I'm I'm one of yeah. those the do what I say, not what I do type of therapy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah. No, actually, to be honest, actually, um, I just lost 45 pounds over the summer. So. Wow, really? Yeah, oh. I, I, I yeah I had to. I've never so. seen you as chubby. So I mean, I, I that surprises I can send you me. Pictures. <laughs> oh, please do. <laughs> but I'm actually I'm I'm a little bit below my weight at when I was at Sunny FM right now. So, wow, huh. yeah. What, what was the secret? I starved myself <laughs> eating yeah, eating less. And in fact, I was I was listening yeah, that, to a uh, I listened to the pro of uh, podcast the other day. Joe Rogan interviewed. Yeah. Uh, gosh, what's his name? Um, uh, anyways, an, an actor and asked how he stayed how he uh, how he stayed in such great shape and the guy says well you know i just eat every other day and he was he was serious he didn't eat he just ate every other day I can't be uh, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you what i've been doing skipping breakfast like a cup of tea or a cup of coffee um uh, low fat or fat free cottage cheese with uh, some tuna you know those individual packets for lunch mm -hmm. and then a protein shake for dinner and you know raw vegetables raw vegetables and you get used to it fast and, uh, you know, I, I'm pretty much where I want to be again now. So I'm, I'm, I'm not being so hardcore about it, but yeah, I was having a couple of health things that's like, you know, docs like Lou, you're, you're in your fifties now, it's, you're not a kid anymore. And, and we've, you know, diabetes in uh, my family. Yeah. And, and before I get it, I decided to just get out, you know, get yeah, serious. Good about idea. It. Good idea. Well, yeah. 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 And how long did it take to lose that weight? It was, uh, in, um, August is when I started, and uh, as of I lost just over forty-five pounds as of this morning. Gee whiz! Wow, I know. I was I, I weighed in yesterday for the first time under two hundred in about five years. <laughs> Holy you know, I, I was, was two hundred when I worked at Sunny FM. Wow, I didn't know. Yeah. That. You know what would be my problem though? I could do that diet. But after I had the shake, I would have to have a couple popsicles and uh, some popcorn <laughs> well, and some why, chips. And I keep, you know, some raw vegetables or things around the house because, you know, in the evening, if I get hungry, it's just something to munch on that's not going to be. Speaking of that, I, I kept some celery sticks around and I, I broke my bottom tooth when <laughs> I did that with celery sticks. Shows how old I am. Yeah, I'm falling apart, man. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. Sounds like I got to do that diet. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you're it's not big, you're not big, are you? I don't remember you. Oh yeah, big, are you? Oh yeah. I guess I I guess <laughs> I didn't check your shape out that much, uh, Ranger Bob. Sorry. No, no, you know what happens is you know when you're when you're six four, yeah, you can pack on the weight and right. it doesn't really look like it's there, but it's there. I mean, it's it's way there, and yeah. uh, I just hide it pretty well. That's uh, so yeah. big clothes are always good. <laughs> well, and I, that's what I do, but the, the, you still weigh the same. You may look all right, but yeah, yeah. you know, you, you know, I, so just I got to start doing that myself. Cause like, cause like Lou said, you know, uh, the whole, uh, you yeah. know, you get into your fifties and all of a sudden you stuff, don't bounce you know, back. no, you don't bounce back. And the and doctor starts talking about, you know, uh, you know, you're getting onset this and onset that. And, exactly. you know, you know, and, oh. and then you walk up a flight of stairs and the snaps and the pops and the brakes and the, you know, all that weird stuff. And you're, yeah. whoa, you know, 
I, w- I went downstairs this morning actually and went through my some old clothes I'd packed away and found about four pairs of jeans that I can fit into again. They're they're my thirty four waistband, man. I couldn't wow. believe I, yeah. Wow. And it's yeah. like damn these. I, I was trying them all on, showing my wife, and <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of this? Yeah, yeah, look at that. Yeah. I, I was happy when I got into 36, but that just because I, I wear it below my fat, you know, so then, you know, it works, <laughs> works out well, well actually, that way. Actually, I said to my wife, look, these 34s fit and no muffin tops. <laughs> yeah, oh, that, that's good. Nice. Yeah. Yes, honey, nice. I'm proud of you. Go away now. <laughs> <laughs> the road is long. Talking with Louie and Ranger Bob on the Talking Tunes crew. Great talking to you. I really, uh, really yeah. dig uh, hearing from you and hearing from uh, and hearing your perspective on uh, 
on the the, yeah. on the other side of, of radio because I was talking yeah. to my wife and she said, uh, well, how often did you actually hang out with Lou? And I said, not not hardly at all. I mean, my, my right. interaction with him was uh, going to his box and putting, you know, production in there. And I said that that was about it. It, it that's what I've found more interesting when yeah. Uh, Oscar. Well, yeah, I think you were gone most. Yeah, by the time yeah. I came in, I think you were usually gone because yeah. I I was doing uh, seven to midnight, you know, and I'd come in whatever six six thirty and do some show prep and yep, hmm. which whatever yeah. that was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh so it was it was but it was it was interesting because uh you know I, I kept thinking of all the stuff that we all did together and then half the time you realize well we actually weren't all together um you know it was everybody no. had their own little little worlds and uh but it all it all you know sort of came together mm -hmm. um at that time so yeah and um do you are do you uh do you regret uh leaving when you did or or was that a good move it was it was a good move um okay I, it, I'd been looking for something to do for a while and, uh, whoever was, I can't remember Rick, uh, somebody, the program director, he, he helped me make that choice. So <laughs> real fast. Oh, really? So, oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, uh, was that, was that Jim Richards? Maybe, maybe that's was what that? it was. Maybe that's okay. what it was. But you know, the funny thing is he canned me and I ended up going, they canned him and then they hired me back. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's radio man yeah well yes. at mus i think i worked there four times so yeah, yeah. I've been, but i mean but i mean prior to leaving it was my plan was i'm gonna go back to school and uh they started the the uh, pta program at baker college and i had, was looking at doing it it's like how am i gonna make this work and it, it worked out actually pretty good so so you were actually you didn't leave you were let go i was let go yeah oh no kidding god man i didn't i didn't even realize that yep. holy smoke Did, I, was there a re was there a reason I, you know I, well it, it was it, there was an excuse for it uh but he, right. he brought in one of his own guys oh okay i can't remember where but uh i i remember the reason being i play i, I used to do the top five at five i think it was oh and and whatever that. song it was rotated again like an hour and a half later after the top five of five which <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's not a reason but that's that's really, <laughs> no <laughs> oh, yeah wow. so i mean he was just looking for an excuse to bring one of his guys yeah, so, yeah. okay whatever i didn't care you right know? Yeah. yeah uh fred tascone wow. I, you know that name i um he he fired me twice so yeah so i know about that but it was yeah. it was it was because he said i was i was playing the elevator music and he said i was i sounded too dead it's like because i hate the freaking music i'm playing but <laughs> right but the, but there's one time though mus my very first time at mus i was working overnight so it was 1990 and i was doing the overnights there that's when i left sunny fm and okay. i was working there for almost almost a year i think i was there for a year and mark mark dixon comes into me and he says um well the only thing we got for you right now is is the um running maddie the religious show you know over there and i oh, said yeah. i said why what did i do and he says you didn't do anything but uh walt love you know chris roberts and oh, yeah. peg daniels are coming back and uh, walt needs a place to be on the air and it's like well, what did i do <laughs> you know yeah. so yeah they had to give yeah. Walt the place to put on the air and they got rid of me for that you know but he well got, you know there's, he got there's me a job at lcs after that so that was cool Elsie, yeah. yeah. There's there's an old saying: you haven't been in radio till you've been fired at least once. Yeah, at least once. Yeah, I, I can match that many times. <laughs> so, See, Ranger Bob knows nothing about that because he's never really been fired. It's his first time fired, isn't it? First time let go. Yeah, yeah. It's first time, first time, and I and I guess it's fired, but I guess it's it's not because it, the yeah. difference there is is that they just got rid of the position. Right. Right. And yeah. And so it, yeah. I, I for anybody who's ever gone through that. Um, it was, I still am trying to figure out, you know, I'm still trying to recover, uh, from that, that, that was a, that was something I had never experienced and, uh, tried really hard so that I, you know, didn't have that experience. But, um, I really wish maybe I had that experience earlier on cause it would have made this transitional period yeah. uh, a, a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I was saying earlier, you know, radio has changed so much from that time. I mean, you look at like iHeart, all the folks that just lost their jobs recently, you know, that's, and like you said, it's corporate. It's just corporate business now. That's Ranger Bob. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah. Oh, yeah. Dave, Dave Savage yeah. down in uh, Georgia. Yeah. 
Dave, Dave got what he got that was a couple years ago. In fact, I actually work with him now. Um oh, uh, kind of on a part kind of on a part-time basis. He's working for a okay. company called Benstown who does they do actually they started out doing um radio imaging for radio stations and you could if you were a program director, you could get imaging or a voice person and then just do it on barter. And uh, right. now they've got it. They've got a commercial division where now they're offering up commercial production mm -hmm. for radio stations on a barter basis. And Dave actually oversees. Um, I think he oversees uh, the East Coast or the East side of the of the country. And there's a West Coast prod guy. And then they have kind of really? these really super talented people below them. And we just sit around in our own, you know, our little boxes here at our houses and just produce commercials all day long. So. You know, I, I love Dave, but I think back to when he was doing overnights at Sunny of Him, and I would never have imagined he would have made something of himself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. At, at one point, he was. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, he was. He was the senior vice president of of uh, iHeart. Had this thing called it was Creative Services Group, and what they were yeah. is they were like the top echelon inside iHeart for making commercials. So if you were a salesperson that had a really big client and you wanted you know, the top notch commercial. He was actually the, the, the vice president of that division. And he actually did a really, wow. really, really good job. I, I, just like you said, I was the same way. Cause I actually worked with him yeah. a couple times uh, in the meantime, he was, he was, he was in production like a, with, yeah. He was a big goofball kind of, stoner. Still is. Yeah. Still kind of <laughs> is, but he, but he, but he makes it guy. work and he's, yeah. And he's easy to work with. And, and um, you know, but he went through, uh, well, uh, there's a funny story, you know, when we talk about being fired, he actually went from, I think when he was at Sunny, he also, then he went back over to Lansing to work. For, he was like the morning show producer. And after doing that for a couple of years, he thought, Hey, I'm going to be a morning man too. So he went up and got a job somewhere. I don't know where it was. I don't know if it was Gaylord or what it was. Um, he got a morning gig. Um, and he hadn't even found an apartment yet. And they fired him two weeks after he got there. <laughs> oh man. So. Yeah. So, and then I've got a friend who used to work. Um, he used to work here in uh, um, in Muskegon, and this was when, let's see, uh, I think it was one oh, I think it's one oh five point three was kind of a CHR dance thing, and they had a studio yep. actually in, in Muskegon, and he was working with this this group for about three weeks, and then one day they're on the air, and they go to hit the legal ID at noon, and all of a sudden they hit the legal ID, and then all of a sudden there's just this static. And they're standing there wondering, like, what the hell happened? And then maybe five minutes later, this kind of like AC music kind of comes out. Whoever wow. whoever owned the radio station had not gotten paid by these people, and they just decided to go out to the transmitter site and turn the SDL dish back to the original studio. <laughs> and so my wow. friend was at a radio station now that wasn't even a radio station anymore. They, they, they you know, they had all the equipment. Wow. They just couldn't get a signal out. And so he lost his job. You know, Jeez. just because the they didn't pay. So yeah, it 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 it's weird. And I I lived through the old the old iHeart thing as they got smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And yeah. and of course, you know, every, every week now there's there's more announcements of people getting uh, blown out and and you know what they're doing to yeah. the industry um, and what they're having to do. You know, with the you know everybody got in trouble with you know debt and trying to make it buttload of money you know they overspent for stations and all of that but it, it like you said i don't think there'll ever be a time like back in that you know the late 80s early 90s no um i had a good time afterwards you know when i came down to cincinnati it was great right up until 2010 um yeah. everything kind of swung back into my wheelhouse um where you could do voice tracking and still do commercial production and they had yeah. remotes and appearances and you could make a stupid amount of money um, but then that went away at about 2010 and, uh, it's been, it's been just a weird ride uh, since then. I wish I had gone out and actually had, you know, some other skill because now trying to find a job <laughs> is, uh, really weird because I can teach you, know, you how, to, how any, to do French fries. I don't, <laughs> I don't have any skills that, you know, are marketable per se in a, in a job, except for, I think I could probably drive a truck or work at Amazon, you know, and that's about it. And, uh, well, that's so what, that's what Mark, maybe, Mark Dixon did. Maybe that, you did the right thing. Yeah. Mark Dixon did that though. He's, he's driving, driving cars for, uh, I think Boyd Earl, isn't it? Really? Yeah. I, he mentioned that he was going to do that. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and then you know, he was going to do some voiceover work too. Yeah. He, he was talking mm -hmm. to Ranger Bob about that, about setting up. He's, 
Then he's he, got my yeah. Porta studio at his house. Yeah, well, hopefully it didn't go underwater with his basement. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he said that actually, he told me it, it, it was fine. Okay, yeah. good, good, okay. good. But yeah, it was it was fun while it lasted. That's for sure. It was yeah, it was the best. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I say, when I I told told Ranger Bob about this, but when I worked at uh, uh, LCS and um, the Eagle, Bob Bolton was there, and I was like the you know, I did the talk and tune show just on Saturday with the guys, but the rest of the time I did sales and I did really well in sales because I had just left KBZ where I did a morning talk show on the AM side. And so I knew everybody because, you know, when you're doing a talk show, you have everybody in town on your show. So, you know, so I knew everybody. So I was selling then and I did really well in sales, but I was also considered one of the top, uh, trade guys <laughs> so i trade traded everywhere i had like <laughs> always had brand new shoes always had every bar that i could go to from drink for free and and uh you know got all my kids clothes of course we had the movie passes you know we go to the movies all the time but it was anyway so when i left there and went to wgbu as program director it was like um okay they're giving me three thousand dollars more a year but i'm losing like Fifteen thousand dollars in trade, you know. <laughs> Where yeah. you go? Yeah. So, anyways, but yeah, it was it was fun, fun while it lasted, anyway. So, yeah. All right, man. Well, oh, great to talk to you, man. Oh, it's talk awesome to you. talking to you, yeah. man. T A L L we like you. K T U, you are special. N E S. S is for see you next week.